It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Welcome in to another Mackie and Judd with Rami quarantine happy hour here on Score North Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. All of you, just like us, are quarantined and stuck in your homes, and so we figure, let's clown around for 20 or 30 minutes and bring random listeners and or guests into the mix while we all watch Rami cook and or do yoga. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. That's Rami Makloff, and what appears to be lettuce and a sharp Celery. object. Celery. And uh, that's Lindsay Whalen hanging out with us tonight on the Quarantine hey. Happy Hour. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, hey Lindsay. How, How are you? Doing? Good. Uh, the first good? thing we do is we go around the horn and tell everyone what we're sipping on tonight, and I am cheating on White Claw with a glorious oh, no. grapefruit truly here. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Hard seltzer for me. I'm really getting after it tonight. Yep. What are you guys drinking? Waylon? This is a sleeper cab I've got going and uh, a bubbly uh, sparkling water. Grapefruit flavor. Nice. I'm, I'm sticking with the Surly brand that I've been uh, endorsing for the last week or so without being paid, of course. Uh, it's Surly Hell tonight, as I mix things up. Surly Hell, which is a nice 5% alcohol. Not too bad. Yeah. I'm making Andrew Zimmern's meatloaf recipe. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. Wow. Hey, did Andrew Zimmern give you this on your show earlier this week? No, he is currently, because everybody's stuck in their house and cooking... He is currently posting his top 25 recipes, and this was the one that he posted on Tuesday uh, when he was on with me. So I figured I got some ground meats in the freezer. Let me give this a try. Amazing. Awesome. And, uh, as he's, you guys he's can... Sounds like he's chopping down a tree. <laughs> right. Yeah, we do, actually. I do. Yeah. Wow, that's... I mean, that's pretty good. Thank you. Appreciate it. And this is not on a delay, so if you chop your hand off, it's live <laughs> to the entire world. Man. <laughs> Actually, if you if you could just chop off one of your pinky fingers for uh, for it to go viral, that would be great. Man. I was gonna say, what would the hits be like if he uh, accidentally put a limb in that thing? Listen, that Ronnie, viral Ron, for sure. Ronnie you... Lott played a game, played a football game in the eighties after yeah, amputating did. his finger. So, yeah, exactly. Pinky, Pop it right? out. Just, I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. It was pinky. They I, don't told him, pinky. I don't need my pinky to play free safety for the night. They told me you can have surgery and you'll be out a few weeks, or you can uh, cut your pinky off and play what next week. And he said, I'll chop my pinky. 2017. Okay. Yeah, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the Minnesota sports classic game programming on tonight? Um, there, there's a go for hockey game, I think, on Fox yeah. Sports. 
Go for Hockey North Dakota, right, Lindsay? Yeah. Um, I saw that somebody tweeted that. It was, um, I think it's from, I want to say, 07? It's a Blake Wheeler um, game, so it's a long time ago. Yeah, so I think it was a W. Was it a WCHA Final yes. Five game? Yeah. And it, it might be the game at the X where Wheeler like scored di- a diving goal, right? Something like that? Yeah, I think that was on. Um, I think... Well, I got to talk about non non Minnesota, but like last night, did you guys see um, Duke Wisconsin on um, they the one where Ties hit the three to win basically the championship for Duke, and then Game Seven, uh, LeBron versus I saw the Warriors. That was on. I was tuned into that. I was like watching like it was my first time. That was awesome last night. Really, that was so good. <laughs> that was fun. So I mean, how, LeBron how with long? the chase down block on Andre Iguodala. Kyrie, Kyrie with the step back three that was so good, and obviously Tyus with the with the three for the win for Duke that was so good. So how long, Lindsay, until you just get bored with like it's kind of fun that we're running classic games and the, the KG return to the Timberwolves against the Wizards was awesome. But yeah. like, how long can we go just watching classic sports events before? All right, we're bored with this. I'm actually not bored because that last night was the first time I watched any replay of any sports. Um, since this, since the quarantine happened, I've been watching Big Little Lies, Succession, Tiger King, and last night I finished uh, Ozarks with my husband. And so we finished Ozarks, and then it was like eight o'clock. You know, like all right, you know, we're, I mean, you know, going to go to bed around what, like ten, ten thirty. So I just turned on the TV, and those two games were on. And I was like, okay, Tyus, Minnesota. And then one of the best basketball games ever, and I'm a huge LeBron fan, so I just tuned into those. So I'm actually kind of like, honestly, I'm getting to like all in. So when I saw, and I haven't watched tonight, we were um, we were just sitting outside grilling um, dinner, so I, I wasn't watching, but I saw the UND Gophers game was on. I was like, that'd be so fun to watch, like from 2007 WCHA Final Five game, so good. So I'm I'm all in on those like classic games right now, like. This weekend, I'll be looking for games to watch for sure. So Fox Sports 1 right now has the Minneapolis Miracle game on, Saints-Vikings. I covered, Oh, really? Yeah, and it's great, and I covered that game. Yeah. But you know what I for, forgot just now when, when you go back and watch it casually on TV? How did the Vikings not absolutely destroy the Saints that entire game? Because the first half, they're killing them. Drew Brees, I think, was, was one of his first six. His sixth pass was picked off by Sendejo. The Vikings are moving up and down the field like it's the easiest thing. And I watch it now, and I'm like, so in the second half, the Vikings basically collapsed, came back and won. But that, that really, as I tweeted before we started this, you guys, should have been supporting Donut. They are annihilating the Saints, absolutely annihilating them. It's really weird. Yeah. You know, that game, I was on my way to broadcasting a Tim Rules game. Okay. So I missed – I kind of saw the start and I missed a portion of what you're talking about. You know, like I was driving to target center to do the game, right. got there for the end and then overtime and watched the overtime with Jim Peterson and Marty Gellner. So like that part of, you know, we should have blown. I like, honestly, I don't, you know, so this would actually be a good game for me to go watch because it's remarkable be able to like relive it right now and like actually watch it for the seriously watch it for the first time as a fan. So if, if, you could put together three Lindsey Whalen classic games, and let's take out the finals because th- those are pretty obvious. But if, if yeah. you put together three Lindsey Whalen classic gopher slash Lynx games that are yeah. – what, what three games would you pick to feature yourself – or your, your team, I should say? 
Are you, you're taking out all the finals. Yeah, let's take out the finals because those. Because I was in the finals a lot. I know you were. Um, you know, I, I know you say... were. But I'm including <laughs> go. I'm including yeah, yeah, yeah. you and McCarvel so, and go for basketball. So um, I would say for sure the Duke game. Um, that one um, going to the final four. So getting to win to win that Remember game that? out in uh, <clears throat> Norfolk, Virginia. That's a big one. Um, you know, I would say the UCL. I mean, in that same stretch, the UCLA game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we almost didn't get out of the first round. So, like, when you think about it, we went to the Final Four. We almost didn't get. We almost didn't get past UCLA. You played. Wait, had, you played UCLA had, in the first round of the women's round. NCAA tournament that year. Yep, Nikki Blue, Noel Quinn. Um, there's, there was two more players on that team that made the WNBA. And so there was four on their team. Me, Janelle, um, played the WNBA. Khadija Anderson played forever overseas. So, like, there was seven pros on the court in that game. We almost didn't get out of that. We beat them by, like, five. So I would say that game. And then, um, let's see, probably one of the – what is he dishing up now? I would probably say – Eat an egg. He's doing an, yeah, an egg. Egg beater. Um, so those two Gopher games. You talking about non WNBA finals? I'm actually gonna yeah. I'm actually gonna mute Rami for a second here. <laughs> Rami, wave wave your hand if you want to talk. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you for a second. Cool. Non WNBA finals. I would probably say. <laughs> okay, so round one, um, 2014 at okay. San Antonio. Yep. Um, I have 31-something and something, and we beat San Antonio. We're down 18 in the middle of the second. And Cheryl just lights us up in one of the timeouts. I just I, – I played great that game. Um, and, and that was one of my better – and that was my career high in playoffs. That was my, one of my better individual performances. We end up losing – we don't go to the finals that year. We lose to Phoenix in the conference finals. Um, but that game to go to the conference finals, we advanced in San Antonio. I had like 31, like I said, something and something. And so as far as like individual performance, that would be one that's a non-finals playoff game that would, um, that'd be worth watching for, you know, for me, for my individual performance. So you're, you're definitely one of the most competitive athletes I've ever come across. What percentage, so as competitive, like, as much as playing professional basketball filled your cup of being competitive, you know, to get your mm-hmm. fix of competition, is coaching more or less when it comes to like fulfilling that competitive yeah. surge? Um, you know, I would say, um, boy, both because you have the same, um, you have that same feeling. But you feel like you almost have just a little bit less control. So, like, you know, like, you want to beat, like, I don't know, like, you almost have this, like, versus the other head coach. Like, you want to, like, beat them and their team for sure. But, like, you want to, like, okay, how can I, like, call timeouts better? How can I how can I pinpoint this ATO against them on that, based on their pick-and-roll coverage or the way they're guarding pin downs, you know? So, like – that part is super competitive and you kind of get into that. And then at the end of the day, everything lies with you. So that part a little more, but then at the end, like, you know, you can be physically exhausted after playing a game 
and you kind of feel like that's a, you, you've gave a little more, whereas you're coaching, you're more mentally tired, you know? So like as a player, you're, you're a little more like into it because you're actually out there. Mm-hmm. So as a coach, you're, you're in it and you're competitive, but you're almost a little more helpless at times, you know? Um, but like I said, once you get down to the locker room and you're like getting ready to talk to your team or like whatever had happened, you feel like a hundred percent of the responsibility as a player. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I could have made a couple shots. I could have done this. But like, as a coach, you're like, we should have prepared this way. We should like on a loss, you know, like we should have done this. We should have done that. Um, and as a player, you, you don't quite have that level of um, responsibility. When did it set in for you that it, that this was different because you'd been a lot around locker rooms and obviously mm-hmm. played sports, especially basketball your whole life. When did it set in for you that you had a different role and had to approach it differently in terms of the relationships with the players and everything that goes into coaching? How long did it take for that to set in and you to make that adjustment? You know, I would say probably sometime there in the first um, probably month, month and a half of coaching and practice where there's um, where you're setting out the practice plan and it's, you know, you're, you're doing everything you can to have the team execute it. Um, but you're not out there to physically do it. So I would say somewhere in that first October, November, where you're really, um, you know, okay, I'm not in the practice gear. I'm in, you know, this, or I'm in something else where it's like, I'm the coach and, and this is how I want things to go, but, but you don't have as much control as to whether we're making shots or doing the drills right um as a coach and you just have to rely on your communication skills to be able to to make that happen so so fairly early on you kind of realize um you know this is this is pretty different all right right. are you are you you guys ready to dive into the random question generator wait no i got one question for you waylon let's get to the most important question can you because i can't find anyone else who can can you explain to me what the vikings are doing i mean the cousins extension I, I'm so confused. And you're yeah, a diehard you Vikings fan. Me in. You have to fill me in. Yeah, do you even I have, have no like time to follow NFL free agency? Because here's the thing. The here's the thing that I do like is I saw that um, Dalvin Cook and Daniel Hunter gave their proceeds from their the video game to North Memorial Hospital. Oh, good for them! I didn't know that. Did you guys see That's that? Awesome. No, I didn't know that. That's good. So that's what I'm talking about. That's amazing. Good um, but I honestly, I don't know. I'm a, I apologize. I you got to fill me in on the free agents. I have no idea what's going on because okay. I've just okay. been like, I you know, my team recruiting, like cooking dinner, staying home, and walking my dogs. <laughs> so like, you got to fill me in. To be honest, I apologize for the you know because I you know I'm a diehard, but it's it's just I know it's been a crazy month. So fill me in. Long story short. Cousins was given a contract extension, so he's here for right I now. I saw that. Three saw more that. years. They've let defensive guys go. Veteran are, guys. All, are all – is everything that he has guaranteed again? Uh, yes. Basically, yes. Now, they, they can they can right. get away with – I think they can get, get away with voiding the last year of the contract. But anyway, a bunch of the, the veteran defensive guys are gone, which I actually don't mind. The Rhodes. Offense, yeah, he's gone. I liked Rhodes, though. Yeah, he Rhodes was – closed. Roads were, the roads were closed for a few years, but then they yeah, opened they back up after uh, after about week so, two last year. Uh, uh, so 
Wayne is gone. Alexander is gone. Griffin is gone. Linval Joseph is gone. As you said, Rhodes is gone. So a bunch of the defensive guys are gone, which I actually don't even mind. But then the extension of Cousins confused me. And then Diggs got traded because he forced his way out because they basically yeah. they basically want to run the ball with Dalvin. Mm-hmm. So I'm very confused right now by like, okay, are you trying to get younger? Are you trying to get older? What are you trying? Or you know, so I'm just asking. I'm ba- I'm basically before the quarantine, I was going up to people on the street, wailing, saying, <laughs> "I'm what the Vikings are doing." Well, and they'd say, "No, I can't." It's um, so we're gonna have a much different defense, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yep. The left end is still there. The right end is gone. Twelve draft picks. Because a couple years ago, how many draft picks? Twelve. Twelve right now. Phil, what are you eating? Yeah, what uh, are you eating? I don't even really know what it's called, but we ordered. <laughs> we're trying to order like three days a week from restaurants because we all trying yeah. to try keep businesses around, and we just like restaurants. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been, doing, some we've been like, trying to do the same. It's like beef bulgogi lettuce wraps or something. And I'm just like eating the beef bulgogi and the <laughs> little like kim, like the little like kimchi garnish. It's pretty good. I'm gonna it's a little spicy and uh my co host might pay for it tomorrow, but Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your co host, me. Yeah. So exactly. what so we're gonna have a much different defense next year. Yes, much different defense and cousins are still gonna be here and I don't know that I the digs being gone can't be a good thing. So right, right. Yeah. He was a good player, real good yeah. player. So Thielen, who who are the uh, receivers? BC Johnson and probably as yet to be drafted one or two more guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we have twelve oh. draft picks. So yes, exactly. So all right, questions, Mackie. You guys ready for the random questions here? All right, uh, Rami, we're gonna we'll unmute you. You go fourth, and we'll unmute you for your answer. All right, random question generator down by my feet. What were your two or three go-to favorite TV shows when you were a teenager? Mm. Lindsay. Teenager, um, Cheers, wow. Frasier. Wow. Um, you were a very sophisticated teenager. I watched a lot of uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of uh, post news shows with my mom. Because I um would we'd watch the um the ten o'clock news and then we'd watch Cheers or Frasier. Mm-hmm. So those two and then um let's see. What's that? Saved by the bell. Saved by the Bell? Ben said Saved by the Bell. Good. I guess that was yeah, that was, was probably it? in there. Yeah, Saved by the Bell, good call. Can Ben call. can Ben th- uh, sing the theme song for us? I knew Ben and I were spirit animals. When I wake up in the morning, and the long is out of the morning, I don't think I'm going to make it. Something, something. On time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, the whole TGIF lineup. Family Matters, Saved by the Bell. Dude. Or no, by... that wasn't. That wasn't. Okay. Um, the most underrated TGIF uh, Full House. Show. Full House. Step by Step. Step by Step. So good. Highly underrated. Step by Step was so good. Yeah. Yes. I uh, may or may not follow half of the Step by Step cast on Instagram now. <laughs> Who's on Step that by Step? That was actually such a good show. Step by step was have? uh oh my gosh who was the Patrick uh the guy from Duffy? the guy from Dallas right Patrick Duffy Suzanne Summers yeah okay yeah, yeah. Suzanne yeah, Summers yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 yep mhm mhm mm-hmm. all right Joe what were your go to teenager shows you know I had a lot of go to yeah. shows as a as a pre teenager and then when my teenage years hit I didn't watch because like I didn't watch Cosby I watched a little bit of Cheers 
But I got really into, and I actually liked the show as a little kid too. And then it uh, resurfaced on MTV and um, in the eighties, the monkeys love the monkeys, love music, love pop songs. I love poppy, poppy bubblegum pop songs. <laughs> I watched that a lot. Um, but yeah, like I, I never watched Cosby and all my friends watch Cosby. Like Cosby was the big thing. Um, no one, t- no one brags about that anymore though. <laughs> no, no, they don't, but they used to. And Family Ties was big. And I would oh, watch Family that. Ties is great. Great theme songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, theme songs. The, theme songs might be the biggest loss in TV. Because mm-hmm. they're just dead now. Yeah. Go back and watch the old theme songs or the old shows. The theme songs were great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben, is not, ben is nodding his head right now, by the way. Mm-hmm. See? There you go. So good. Yep. Um, I was a... Uh... Everything Lindsay just mentioned in terms of like the TJF shows, Boy Meets yeah. World, and Save the Bell, I was all in on all those. And uh, I also used to watch. Remember that Dean Kane Superman show from the mid nineties? Oh yeah, I was all about Dean Kane Superman in like nineteen ninety five. That was a little bit before I was a teenager, but I got to admit, I was all in on Friends. I was a Friends guy from the start, or did you pick it up? I picked it up. But uh, I became a Friends guy. And then later on, I used to hate Seinfeld when I was a teenager because I didn't really understand it. And right. then as an, as an adult, I've grown to love both Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. Rami, what about you? Friend, you? I got into Friends in college. Fr- for sure. What? Friends from in college. Oh, have you seen in the show college. Friends from College on Netflix? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I have seen that. That's, yeah. that's just funny. That show's ridiculous. Yeah. It's. It's funny wh- and ridiculous. It's yeah. uncomfortable. No, like I got into friends when I was in college with my, <laughs> and then like I, and then like a couple years after college, I was overseas playing and I'd watch. I watched literally all like what ten seasons, like just boom, just watched them all in a row. Yeah. So yeah, I got into it later. You're a good binger. See, I can't binge. <laughs> oh, I can. I can with the best of them. I'm a bad Especially binger. When I was overseas, not not as much now, but when I was overseas for sure. Oh. My shows? Is that yeah. what you were asking, yeah. Maggie? Yeah. Yes. Seinfeld hate, helped shape me as a person. That's just the greatest show. <laughs> um, and you know what? This is this is weird. Can I say Curb Your Enthusiasm? Has that been around long enough that I can yeah. say I watched that, that when I was a That show came teenager? out in like the early 2000s, yeah. 99, right? Yeah. First year? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. The third. You're, four, you're 40, so you were... Tw- yeah, I guess I was 20 when it came out, so it doesn't yeah, those technically first few seasons of, uh Those first few seasons of Curb... <laughs> Oh, man. Amazing. It's, just, it's still hilarious. Yeah. This season so was so good. Um, so so I'll say The Simpsons, and not just in my teenage years, but, yeah. I mean, that started when I was a small child. But when I was a teenager, I finally got a late-night talk show host that I felt like belonged to me and my generation, and that was Conan O'Brien. Like, before that, mm-hmm. I liked Johnny Carson, and Jay Leno was whatever, and David Letterman was cool, but I didn't feel like my generation had a late-night talk show host. And then we got Conan O'Brien, and I was like, "Oh, there's there's my guy. That's mm-hmm. my dude on late night television." And that was that was huge for me. Still to this day, I, don't, I never miss an episode of Conan. All right, next question in the random question generator: What is the most embarrassing concert you've ever been to? Let's start with Rami. Um, I don't think I have a concert that I'm embarrassed to have attended. Guess I don't think I have a guilty pleasure concert that I've attended. Sorry to not have an answer to your question, but I, I got nothing. You're just uh, 
Like 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 you've strategically picked every concert, or that you just are wide open to going to any concert. Uh, no, I strategically picked every concert. I mean, this is kind of embarrassing. I've seen Fish in concert fifteen times. Wow, that's that's embarrassing just on the volume and the fact that you know I had that much time to waste on Fish in my younger <laughs> you years. You and Rocco. Yeah, I, would, I followed him around the Midwest for a couple of years. Rocco and I would get along great if I could get within arm's length of the guy. <laughs> Can't these days. <laughs> Lindsay, what about you? Most embarrassing concert you've ever been to? Um, boy, I would. I I saw. I haven't been to many concerts, to be honest with you. Um, what was one of the ones we went in, in Connecticut? What? I think we saw like um, it was either Eric Clapton or yeah, I think Eric Clapton. That'd be good. Billy Joel, one of those two. Dude, Billy Joel is amazing. Solid. Yeah. No, that's the thing because I've because like I went to Outcast when they were here in like 2003, and I'm not a, like that was amazing. And um, Beyonce. Um, and then the Destiny's Child when they like got back together, but I have that's like I haven't been to many, so I would actually say probably one of those. But it was like I still appreciate all the all the music. Mine is uh, mine's actually the first concert I ever went to, which was Lone Star, the corny country band from the late nineties, and it was at the Mall of America Rotunda. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it Who'd was you go shameful. To that with? It was shameful on every level. I went with my with? I went with my friend Jamil <laughs> <laughs> to the Rotunda. It was a bro date to the Rotunda at the Mall of America so to watch Lone Star sing. Was this a real person you. or was this a made up guy named Jamil? No, he's one of my one of my best friends from high school, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Jamil doesn't strike me as the demographic for country music. <laughs> Am I falsely profiling there back here? Or did, or one, you're the only one that can that can profile in that way. Okay. The three, right, the three of us Minnesota white people probably can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come up short. I, I wish I had one. I'm old enough that I should have like, and I should have done this. I should have gone to see at some point like Barry Manilow just to say. Oh, man. Which would be yeah. great, but also embarrassing. I'd go to a Barry Manilow concert right now. So, so would I, but it'd be a great story, wouldn't it? it? And if I could have said, like, in 1979, when I was nine years old, I would have saw Barry Manilow. Man. Inject, inject Barry Manilow into my veins right now. <laughs> I'm here I'm here for all the love songs. Sing your, sing your favorite Barry Manilow song right now. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but he's... Mandy? Uh, he's well, Mandy? Oh, oh, Mandy. That's, a good, that's actually a good song, so... All right, last random question from the random question generator. If you could do anything in the world for a career besides what you've already done, what would it be? So for Lindsay, coaching and basketball are off limits. For Judd, writing and radio are off limits. For Rami, I suppose cooking would be in the mix. For Rami, no, take it off. Take, take it off. All right, we'll take we'll yeah. take cooking off the. Off. I want to hear something. <laughs> Lindsay, what would your answer be? Give me the question again, real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, well, if if. If you couldn't do what you've already done for a career, what would you want to do for a living? All right. Lindsay. Oh, man. Wow. That's, that's a good one. 
Um, you I'll know, that, I would I'll take be... that point in the good no, question standings. No, no, she never said good question. She said that's like a good it. one. Yeah. That's a, yeah, no, I, I no, would, um, <laughs> you know, I would draw, I would do like, I would have my own executive car service. Wow. Where I drive around important people. Because I love to drive. And I would just drive people around and just take them where they needed so to go. So we're not talking about like UberX. We're talking about like you're driving. Uh, a- yeah, no, no, I would. No, I mean, I would do Uber like Uber like. I don't know. I would yeah, drive the Uber, Uber Black or like, the, lug- like yeah. the luxury ones. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. Okay. Why do you like to drive so much? I just love going for drives. I don't know. I love going for drives and okay. I just always have. And that's like, that's kind of one of the things that I really miss right now is just like, I love like having that drive time into work to like, like listen to you guys or listen to music or whatever. And I would just, so that would, I'd be perfectly content doing that. I'd be good with that. Can I call a quick timeout to say that Wayland right now is wearing what the Gophers should feature as their insignia way more. Yeah. The old school 1970s Goldie skinny Goldie Gopher is awesome. I think it's a new Goldie Gopher bores me. I think that one was great. That's like 1975, I believe. This one is one of the old school ones. So yes, we can appreciate I, it. Yeah, but it's a great like. I like how he's happy, but yet he's I don't know he's fit and trim and in yep. fight shape. Yeah, right uh, here too. Oh, nice. That's 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 another, yeah, yeah. another yeah, that's version a, of it. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Super cool. And shout out to the Minnesotan Minnesota Clothing Company. Cool stuff. Yep. Yeah, I right. um, that's what I would do. I don't, yeah, I mean, off the top. I mean, I'm, there's so many more things to do. I mean, I'd love to sit and talk sports all day, too. That'd be pretty it's sweet. Pretty I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now, it's a pretty good job. Low pressure, and you criticize. Pretty good job. You criticize but, people to uh, make decisions. Yeah. <laughs> off the top, I love going for drives, so I'd, I get, I would get people to where they needed to go. Joe, what would you do? Oh, I would let, be me, able... let me unmute Rami here, too. Okay. Rami. Sorry. There out of the house. Say it again. I have, yeah. You've been going for drives just to get out of the house? Yes, yes. But I, I, I mean, I'm also kind of like, you know, I'll watch the videos where it's like the dolphins and like the fish are swimming in Venice again and different, like, the environment is healing a little bit. Yeah, nature is making a comeback. That makes sense. Like, you know, yeah. so part of me is like, you know, I, I'll probably go out, you know, like, I don't know, once every, like, four days for a drive. But, you know, at the same time, it's, you know, if I don't have to go out, you know, for something essential, I'm not going to, you know? So there's kind of that, too, because, like, we're, like, stay home and all that. Like, I'm, like, you know, you want to be, like, fully compliant with everything. But, like, the week before, yeah, I would, like, yeah, like, twice I would go for a drive and just go for a drive just to get out because I just... I don't know, go, like, pick a new part of the Twin Cities or pick a new neighborhood and just go drive around, and it's just there's something soothing about it, you know? Yeah, I do the same thing sometimes. I like yeah. going drive. I used yeah, to deliver pizzas, and to, I love like, it. Yeah, my family, like, we used to be huge, like, when I was growing up, like, we go on a Sunday drive. Like, we'd do the whole, like, we'd go to, like, we'd go to church, breakfast, and then kind of come home, like, watch the Vikes and, like, hang out, and then around, like, 5, 6, before dinner, or, like, maybe after dinner, go for a drive and then we'd we'd go like drive through somewhere and get an ice cream cone ice cream cone and then come home. So 
big on awesome. big on drives for sure. So I would do that because I enjoy it. Right on. Right on. Ronnie, Great. what would you do? I, uh, can I be a stand-up comedian or is nope. that off? We're not counting it. Yeah, no, it's got to be something you don't. You're not actively. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Got to be something we don't see coming. You know what, guys? I I got advice from the worst people. Like every every entertainer who I admire, they always say like. The secret to my success is I had no fallback plan. I knew if I failed at this, that that was it. I had nothing. I had nothing to turn to. I had nothing to go to. So desperation drove me, and that was literally that's the mindset that I've taken into both my radio career and my stand-up career. Like I don't, I never had a fallback plan. I never had a plan B. It was always well. I guess stand-up would be the plan B, but I literally never have thought about any profession since I set my mind on this. Other than doing sports talk radio or doing stand up comedy, I don't. This is the second question. I don't necessarily have an answer to, guys. Can I say late night talk show host? I always want to be a late night talk show host, but that's essentially a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that would the definition be... of necessity breeds action, right? Right. Yeah. Like you're just like whatever you had to do was necessity breeds action. So like, all right, it's like, like you're like an example of that, right? We all, yeah, we all are, but yeah. I'll tell you, you I, I think my answer. I just think of like when you go to a concert to loop in our last question, I guess too, when you go to a concert and you see somebody on the mic at the front of a stage with like 20,000 people or in a stadium of 50,000 people all singing their song and knowing the lyrics to their song, wouldn't that be a rush if you could just be the front person for a band or if you're a solo act, if you could, if you could sing that well and market that well and write that well or whatever it would take uh i would i mean total pipe dream would never happen but like that would be that would be super fun yeah that'd be sweet see i've got two things i i would i I would be a musician but i would write music so like if i could sing that's fine but if i couldn't i I don't care like if i could write music and write a hook that to me is an incredible talent it's i don't have that but that'd be fun Broadway, something like that. Oh, Broadway. The stage to me me is incredible. I love the stage. It's a rush. It's a complete rush. And, like, it's challenging. And if you go and see a live show on Broadway, I mean, those people who are good at it are so damn good and so talented. And and to me, me, there's no difference between that and, like, an athlete. Because it's all about performance and performance moment. Mm -hmm. Pressure on to both sides, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Lindsay, you you know, you could talk about that, but the pressure that you have to perform and the people that are good at it, they're so the good ones are so great that I think that would be I could see Judd playing the Phantom in the Phantom of the Opera. Just linger lingering in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool. I mean that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah. So well, uh, we're coming to uh, the end of our quarantine happy hour here tonight, and we appreciate everyone hanging out with us and Watching along on Scornar Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. And as you can see at the bottom of the live stream here, we have a link to tip your service industry people. There are a lot of people in the service industry that have been without a job for several weeks now, whether it's bartenders, restaurant servers, anyone you can think of in the service industry. So go to that website link at the bottom of the stream here, and you can tip a random service person in the state of Minnesota. So pretty cool. Lindsay, any uh, any final words of wisdom or encouragement for all of us during this quarantine period before we say goodbye for the night? 
No, just, I mean, I think that's, that's so cool that you guys have that, um, that link. I think it's, um, you know, we're just in a time where it's, it's all of us together. We're, um, we're obviously all apart, but, um, I don't know, just the, the, the sense of community, um, something that Minnesotans have, have always done. Um, you know, we've supported our teams and, um, had such pride in everything that, um, that we've done as a community. Um, it's just time to band together and, um, you know, it's tough, um, thinking of all the healthcare workers and essential workers and all, um, everybody who is, um, is, you know, fighting this from the front lines that, uh, you know, man, can't, can't thank everybody enough. Um, so many Minnesotans literally putting their, their lives on the line, um, to help everybody. And so, um, boy, just, just, just keep, keep strong. Um, you know, stay home, Minnesota. Um, all those things are just, um, is everything we need, but, um, I don't know. We we got to get through this together. That's the only way. And um, it's it's like we're we're all on the same team and we're all doing this together. So um, after you know having been on a team and coached a team for decades now, it's the only way to to overcome something like this. So let's just do it together. And um, I'm more proud than ever to be a Minnesotan and a part of the University of Minnesota and hanging out with you guys. Um, you know, you guys are about the right things and, and doing things the right way. So just can't appreciate you, you know, just can't say how much I appreciate you guys for even just having that link to support someone. Um, a lot of us at home are, we're kind of like, how can we support? How can we help? Um, and so just having that is something that's really cool. So appreciate you guys as well. Lindsay, thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Lindsay. To yep. Lindsay, to you, Rami, sure. to Judd. Thank you guys. This has been another episode. Oh wait, before we leave, before we leave, how how close to a finished product of meatloaf do we have here, Rami Macklock? I'm just combining. That's the meat and the and the bread and the eggs and the milk. Wow. And then those veggies you saw me cooking before. That's about to get tossed in there. Then it'll all get made into a loaf and chucked into the oven. Wow. That's how close we are. Awesome. I'll put a picture up later. Please do. Please do. Good. All right. Involved. Hi everybody. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks, Cheers. guys. Thanks, Lindsay, for coming on. Great, Mackie great and Jeff with you guys. I miss you guys. We miss, we miss you, too. too. Thank you. We'll all do right. – uh, in six months when we're all allowed to actually make connections with people again, we'll uh, we'll cheers one in person. Bye, Ben. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye, Ben. Bye, guys. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar – or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.